What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Theology and Worship Podcast. We exist to create spirit and truth worshipers. Uh, we want to equip people to worship God, the Father, in spirit and truth. Today, uh, we're talking about something that I'm calling the humility principle. Um, this is a principle that is echoed throughout Scripture, and it's, it's simply this. God opposes the proud, but exalts the humble. And if you're like me, uh, you've been on a leadership journey for uh, a long time, uh, maybe even years, maybe even decades. And I've noticed that throughout my journey of being a leader, uh, of being under leaders, that sometimes there just seems to be almost this invisible blockade or an invisible opposition. I've been in experience as a younger leader where there is a promotion that I want or there is a stepping stone to a higher sphere and realm of leadership that for some reason I just cannot attain. And usually it's a leaders or a group, uh, a leader or a group of leaders that seems to be part of this invisible opposition that I can't get past. Uh, and uh, throughout my younger years as a leader, I actually started to blame specific leaders for the fact that I could not pass this threshold. I could not break this glass ceiling and go to the next thing. Now, having been a leader for some time, I'm starting to see that this was a pattern and that I can clearly see that it was actually God opposing me because of the pride that was in my life. And the way to surpass that glass ceiling or to go past that threshold of leadership uh, onto a greater sphere of leadership was actually going low. And so I've seen time and time again that in the kingdom, the way up is down. And I want to right away acknowledge that this is a radical principle. This goes against the grain of what society has taught us. Society has taught us to push forward by leveling up. But the kingdom says that the greatest is the least of all. The greatest is the servant of all. And I've seen again and again in my, in my, in my journey as a leader that when I'm willing to let go of my pride, let go of my status, uh, serve my peers, serve those even under me as well as above me, that that's when God seems to break that threshold, that invisible ceiling that I feel like I'm under. This, this is a biblical principle. I mean, we're starting all the way back in Psalm uh, 138. For though the Lord is high, he regards the lowly, but the haughty he knows from afar. It's such an interesting principle that those that you would think God's eye are not on because they're so low in the status realm are the ones that he has regard for. He's, he, he, those are the people that he is paying attention to. Uh, but you notice that he is distant from the haughty. He's distant from the prideful, but he knows what's going on with them from afar. Uh, again, echoed in Proverbs chapter 3, towards the scorners, he is scornful, but to the humble, he gives favor. Again, in Proverbs 29, one's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. It goes on in uh, the words of Jesus, Matthew 23, whoever exalts himself will be humbled and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Again, in Luke 152, he has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of a humble state. Uh, perhaps uh, the greatest verse about this in James uh, chapter four, verse six, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And that's echoed again in 1 Peter. God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. And so you see that if you feel like in your leadership, 
there is an invisible opposition. Your leaders can't see how gifted you are. Your peers don't understand uh, that you are the Lord's anointed, chosen for his work. Then maybe it's time to start looking inward and seeing if there's a root of pride that has caught the Lord's attention and that he is the actual force that is opposing you and not letting you go up to a higher sphere of influence, not letting you go up to a higher sphere of authority because he's waiting to root that pride out. And likewise, you, you can also take this uh, in, in the positive tense here and realize that if you can humble yourself, and that is to think of yourself less and less and less, if you can get an adequate view of who you are in and through your need for Jesus, if you can place yourself there, see yourself as he sees you, then God has promised to exalt that individual. What's interesting now is being on the other side of this, I sometimes encounter uh, a leader or an individual who for some reason, there's just a check in my spirit that says, no, it's not time yet. No, it's not time yet. No, it's not time yet. And I've, I've actually seen this too in the leaders around me. They just, for some reason, there's just something about this person. They just do not want to give them more authority. They do not want to give them more influence. And I started to kind of track that. And, and I started to kind of pay attention to why I was feeling that way or why someone around me, one of my peers was, or my leaders was feeling that way. And then I, it just was like this aha moment. Like one day I just realized, oh, God is opposing this person because of pride. And as the leader that he is charged to be over this person, he will not let me raise them up to a higher level of influence because he is exercising the humility principle through me, even though I don't even know that it's happening. And it just opened my eyes to this idea that, whoa, maybe the leaders who opposed me uh, in my younger days were given that commission by God because of the humility principle that has been echoed throughout Scripture that was embodied through the one Jesus Christ. Maybe those leaders were just acting on God's orders without even realizing it. And once I, I discovered that, I was able to start to put vocabulary to why I was feeling the way that I'm feeling. Hey, there's pride in your life. Let's deal with that. Let's, uh, let's see, see it for what it is. See that you need Jesus. You, you are in need of Jesus, just like I am, just like everyone else is, just like other uh, leaders are, just like other followers are. We are in need of Jesus. We're all in this together. When we can get to that point, um, and I, I, you know, I, I kind of want to mention there's this book that I read that really changed my mind about everything I'm talking about here. Uh, the book is called A Tale of Three Kings, and I, uh, Gene Edwards, I strongly recommend this book. This is one book I try and revisit every year, but it, what, it, it, what it does is it, it juxtaposes these three kings, Saul, David, Absalom. And David, of course, is the man after God's heart who embodies humility, who was willing to wait while he was anointed yet not announced for the throne, he was willing to wait and serve his king Saul. And then when it was his turn and his son Absalom was trying to take the throne, he was willing to let it go if that's what God wanted. And that just opened my life to having this posture, this heart posture of, hey God, you know what? The sphere of leadership that you've given me, I'm gonna steward it well. 
If you want to increase it, increase it. If you want to decrease it, decrease it. And it's just changed my heart. And so now when, you know, I'm in, you know, church life and there's, you know, people are wanting to rise in the organization and rise to power and power up and level up. You know what? My posture is just like, yeah, go ahead. You know, if that's, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. If you want this fear of influence that I've, that I have right now, you can have it. And I just noticed that as soon as that's the posture of your heart, you just feel like God, like a wind come underneath you. And he's going to, I mean, when he has a leader that is, that is humble that is seeking uh, the best for God's people, he's promised to exalt that individual. He's promised to be wind under that person. And I'm telling you, you do not want to be under the opposing hand of God. There is no way past it, no way through it, no way to circumvent it, no way to get around it. It is the opposing will of God. I've, I've felt that before. Don't, like, don't even try. But likewise, on, on, the, on the other side of that, man, if you want God to be at your back and if you want everything that you touch to succeed, then the way up is down. Be humble. Run hard after humility. More than leadership podcasts, uh, more than books about how to manage people, more than how to have you know, colorful words that inspire people. The way, the way to really have influence is to serve and be humble.